This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Healthcare coverage from Farm Bureau Health Plans is like an extra set of pads when you need them the most. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. I'm Mike Keith. It is Wednesday, January the 19th. The big story of the day is for the first time in 12 weeks. Derek Henry spoke to the media. In case you missed it, here is Derek Henry's news conference from earlier today provided by the OTP Daily. So, Derek, how are you feeling? And, and, and uh, for you, I mean, as healthy as you've been in your career, is this the first time you've ever had to deal with an injury like this? Yeah, it was the first time that I got injured during the season and, you know, had to miss, you know, the rest of the season. So it was definitely different, um, a little adversity, but, um, you know, just glad that, you know, I was able to get through it and have my support system and, you know, happy to be back. Feel like being back on the practice field and maybe what's your excitement level moving forward? Yeah, you definitely uh, appreciate this game a lot more when you're away from it, being away from your teammates, just having that camaraderie and, you know, going to going to work every day and going out to play on Sundays um, each and every week. Definitely miss that and, um, you know, just happy to be back. I'm appreciative of everybody that helped me get to be able to come back and um, contribute during the playoffs and, I'm just happy to be back playing football. How did you feel after getting that extra contact in, in practice yesterday? Say it again? The, the extra contact that you got in practice yesterday, how did you respond to that? How do, how do you feel after that? Oh, uh, yeah, I felt great. Um, you know, just want to get some pads on. Have, ha- haven't had them on in a while and get some contact going in. I appreciate those guys coming over to uh, help me do that. And, yeah, yeah, definitely felt good. The toughest part of, you know, this whole rehab return to play process and maybe what helped you get through that? Um... No, I love football. Um, I mean, it's all I've done since I was five years old, and you know, it's what I fell in love with. And um, you know, it's the first time something like this has happened. And um, you know, just adversity, and you just, just got to overcome it. And um, thank to you know, thankful for the trainers, um, my girlfriend who was driving me uh, here five weeks straight when I couldn't drive, and um, you know, everybody that you know supported me. Titans fans uh, wrote. Um, get well letters. I definitely appreciate that. And, you know, just, you know, just having faith in the man above and, you know, just continue to rehab, continue to uh, get healthy and, you know, being able to have this opportunity right here. Pretty much indestructible there, you know, for the for the first several years. The the fact that this injury mm-hmm. has something to do with, with wear and tear a little bit too, you know, is that is that cause for concern looking forward in terms of the, uh, you know, the amount of carries and so forth and the, and the load that you can deal with going forward? No, I don't think you worry about that. I mean, it's football, it's a game of injuries, injuries happen. And, um, you know, you just got to keep pushing forward. And um, everything happened for a reason. You know, I don't try to get into all the what ifs and this and that, that and this. Just focus on the right now and um, appreciate the journey. And that's all I can do. Between between your feet right now in terms of cutting right, cutting left, planting, how close are you to the same, same on each side? Uh, I feel good. I may mean, have a big steel plate on my foot. That's only different from the from the left foot to the right. But I mean, I, I feel good. Just you know, I haven't did anything like two and a half months. So you know, just getting back out there, getting acclimated to everything, and you know, get back to being me. You think you can kind of pick up where you left off? I mean, you haven't played the preseason a lot, so I know mm-hmm. people talk about rust. Do you feel like you can kind of step back in and, and be? 
be the Derek you were at the start of the season? Well, I mean, it, it all starts uh, out here in the practice field and, you know, um, doing everything I can to be ready for Saturday. And that's just, that's then that's where it starts. Just trying to work hard, trying to do the best I can to, you know, being the, uh, be the best player I can be for this team and try to um, con contribute as best as I can. But, you know, the work starts out here like it always does. How impressed have you been with the job that they've been able to do without you, Derek, to get to this point, to get the number one seed? Oh, I, I was definitely the biggest cheerleader. Um, you know, it was uh, fun watching them, you know, while I, was, while I missed playing with them, but did a great job. Um, guys stepped in, guys who were hungry did a great job running the ball. And, you know, overall as a team, they did uh, a great job as well. And for us to have number one seed, get a bye week, and then come into the division around, I guess a good opponent. What about you there? Because I know that's a big part of that recovery process from injury. Back playing football, you know, that's, that's all it is. We ain't gonna get into all that, but whatever I can do to help, um, you know, I'm always for it. Take up Bengals on defense, and what kind of challenge do they present? They've been good against a run this year. Yeah, they did a great job um, this whole year, and um, watching them against the Raiders, I felt like they did a great job. Um, I know they got a couple guys that that went down, but overall, you know, they're physical, um, penetrators, um, linebackers. Um, they play very well, experience in the back end. They, you know, do do a great job blitzing, um, um, fast, try to get the ball out, and um, got a great experience. A lot of guys who who, who played together for a couple of years, so we got our hands full and got, got got to prepare for them this week. Do you think there's something taking the first hit on it, it in a game? To, oh, to... All these questions. I mean, I'm not really focused on that. I'm just ready to go out there and play. If you sit there and focus on all that, then you're not going to be yourself. Advantage, Derek, to, to maybe having fresh legs, you know, not having played, not having had wear and tear for the last three months. Is there a benefit to that going up against, you know, maybe guys who've been playing week after week? I would think anybody who hasn't played in two months will, you know, feel you know, pretty good about their body and where they're at. So. Derek, you mentioned the adversity you've been going through this last several months. How difficult was that mentally for you? I know you said it was fun watching the Titans play and do so well, but also, how, how difficult was that watching your team and, and being away from your from your organization? Um, it's always hard when, you know, you go down with an injury and, you know, the season's still going on and you love football, you want to play, but, you know, you just got to work through it. And it's always going to be tough times, you know, when something like that happens, but, you know, um, what don't break you makes you. So that's the mindset I had is just continue to rehab, get better, and do the best I can to get back on the field also mentioned your support system, how grateful you were to them and for everyone that kind of supported you through these last couple of months. How often did your teammates reach out to you and how much did you feel that support from your team? Oh, yeah, they reached out to me every day. Um, who, who, whoever it was that texted me for each, each game and just, just checking up on me, I definitely appreciated that. And, you know, my teammates are like family, so I definitely appreciated it and um, was rooting for them. While I was trying to get back. Did you get a lot of letters? You mentioned letters from fans. Did you did you get a lot of support mail and did you read a lot of it? Yeah, uh, I got um, a pretty good bit of them, and I definitely appreciate it for them taking the time out to um, send love and um, send uh, get well wishes. Um, got some of the best fans in the league, and um, definitely, you know, it was heartfelt messages, and I uh, definitely appreciate it. What was it like to, you know, back when it first happened? Like like you said. You've really had no injuries. How kind of shocking was it not only to learn you'd been hurt, but that you might be out for such an extended period of time? Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely um, shocking. You know, um, like I said, this is 
never happened to me um, my whole career. So it was just, you know, I was like, well, you know, can't do nothing about it now. Uh, try to you know, get surgery and um, start the recovery process. Just try to get back as quick as I can. So you do expect to play on Saturday? Do I expect to play? Oh, see how this week goes, and we'll see where I'm at on Saturday. How about the opportunity that this team has, being the number one seed, with an opportunity to do something that's you know never been done around here? How much are you guys looking to hopefully take advantage of that opportunity? Um, yeah, you know, we we definitely know it starts out here, and um, continue to get better on all three phases, um, compete, and then uh, get ready for Saturday. But we have a big opportunity in front of us, and we won't. We want to make sure we stay focused every day in the meetings, in the practice field, and then let it lead to Saturday. That last one, last year when you had a home game chance, how much did that sit with you at the end of that promising season? Yeah, um, you know, not really trying to focus on too much of, of last year. You know, that's in the past, but um, we came up short last year and um, definitely want to do the right things this year so that that doesn't happen. That's Derrick Henry talking about everything that he is feeling at this point in time. Dave McGinnis from Titans Radio, kind enough to join me on the OTP Daily. Derrick Henry talking today sounded like an excited man, but it's still important to point out nothing about his status for Saturday has changed yet. No, it hasn't changed yet. And look, this guy's a professional, and – we all know how important this is to him, but he is also keeping it in perspective right now. So he, he was just telling exactly how he feels, how he felt. You know, that, you know, when you watch practice and you go through it, they're going through the proper progression with him. He was padded up yesterday. And so everything that they're doing, Mike, is, is, is working towards him being out there. But as you said, it's nothing has been solidified yet. But watching him at practice and then having him on the podium today, that's a nice touch. Feels like he's going to play Saturday at 3.30 Central against Cincinnati. But, again, not official yet. Not official, no. And we're always official on the OTP. We're always official on the OTP. The Titans will need a roster spot to activate him. They got a roster spot today. Greg Maben was put on the COVID-19 reserve list, defensive back Greg Maben. There could be other things that the Titans choose to do. We'll see. You know, we'll see what they choose to do. Derek Roberson not at practice today. The outside linebacker out for personal reasons. And Jackrabbit Jenkins, who was a full participant yesterday, did not practice today in the rain with a lot of things going on. No great explanation about that, but I guess we'll know more tomorrow about Jackrabbit. Well, we'll know plenty more, you know, as, as the week progresses. But, Mike, if there is any front office and there is any coaching staff that's adept at, at maneuvering uh, activations and deactivations is this group. 91 different people during the year. They know what they're doing right now. All right. So on the other side, the big news from Cincinnati, Trey Hendrickson, the really outstanding pass rusher, continues to progress in concussion protocol. He was a full participant today. What do you like about Trey Hendrickson as a player, Coach Mack? Well, he's got an incessant motor, and that, that, that's really the big part of him. You know, basically what they've done, you know, what Duke Tobin has done, who's, been, who's put this roster together, along with his dad, Bill Tobin, who's been with him the whole time. You know, Bill Tobin was the architect of those great Bears defenses. And so he has, he has, he has, he has made his offense through the draft, and he's solidified this defense through free agency. 
And so they, he's built both sides of the football very, very differently. Hendrickson is a guy that, that adds a lot off of the edge. He's a good pressure rusher that, that, that comes off the edge. And it, there was no doubt in my mind that as soon as we were informed that he was at practice, you know, the first day that he was available, he's going to be available to play. But we're going to have to he's, – he's a problem coming off the edge. Sam Hubbard, the defensive end on the other side, doesn't have the sack numbers, but he does have seven and a half in his own right, and he plays the run well. Well, and here's what they've done defensively. And, and, and defensively, they're not a big pressure team. They, they, they rely on those guys up four to bring the pressure, and, they, and their guys off the edge. And let me just say this too, Mike. With the explosive nature of this offense and the number of points they're putting up, these guys up front for them defensively have a chance to – get in their track stance and go. That's what the Titans cannot allow them to do is to get the score separated in their favor as to where they can just incessantly rush the passer. We need to separate the score in our favor, and we need to keep this running game going. All right, I want to go into Coach Mack mode here about something other than Joe Burrow and the wide receivers. I want to talk about C.J. Usama. The tight end, who is big, he's 6'6", 260, seventh-year man out of Auburn, finished the year with 49 catches for nearly 500 yards and five touchdowns, and then in the playoff game the other night in, in the win over Las Vegas, six catches, 64 yards, and what you call a combat catch for a touchdown how big a problem is he for the Titans? He's a big problem, and, and, and they paid him too. I mean, this guy got paid for, for, for a reason. He is, he's, he's what this offense and, and what Zach Taylor is using within this offense, he and, we'll, and I'm sure we'll talk about Joe Mixon here in a minute, but those guys, everybody wants to talk about, and they're, they're primarily an 11 personnel team, which is three wides, but the tight end is involved in this throwing game quite a bit. He's a big mid-range target, and then in the red zone, he's a big issue just because of the size advantage. The Titans had used Dane Cruikshank to shadow tight ends earlier in the year, but quite frankly, the teams that they were doing it with didn't have as many wide receiver threats as what the Cincinnati Bengals do. Can the Titans attack it again that way, or because of Chase and because of Higgins and because of Boyd, are they limited in that? Well, you and I get to watch practice, so I mean they're, they're going to have they're going to have a plan for him. They're going to have to have a plan for him. But Mike, a lot of it's going to be predicated on down and distance. A lot of it's going to be predicated on field position, and a lot of it's going to be predicated on the type of splits they're getting with what's going on with the wide receivers. Any time that you've got a sub defense and, and you want to conform your coverages in a sub defense, and you're trying to take care of inside the number of players and outside the number of players, a lot of it depends on what type of splits you're getting and. And that's going to be really interesting to me when we broadcast this game to see how this starts to play out. All right, so let me go to Joe Mixon, the okay. running back. Joe Mixon's a guy who had nearly 1,600 total yards, 16 touchdowns, over 1,200 yards rushing, 42 catches for over 300 yards receiving. Why is he such a problem? Well, I, I went back and checked my, my draft notes on, on Joe Mixon coming out of Oklahoma. And the, the first thing, you know, you always, you always put down your bullet points for a player, contact balance. He's got extreme contact balance, which means he's very strong in his lowers. He's not easy to knock off of his pins. He's able to take that first lick and still keep on moving. And plus, a lot of those guys that do that, Mike, are, are bigger, stronger backs, but he's also got jump cut ability, and he can catch the football. Look at his numbers catching the ball. Uh, he's, he's a problem, and he's, he's going to be a problem because Zach Taylor comes from an offense. You know, he, He's from the Sean McVay tree that knows how to use their, their running backs in both ways. But the biggest thing that comes with him, he's a, he's a big yards after contact guy. He's contact balance back.
All right, let me talk about another guy that the Titans want to get involved and has been involved more lately, Anthony Ferkser. Eight catches, 70 yards, two touchdowns in the last two games. Can't he stay hot in the playoffs? No, he's got to. I mean, he's got to be – I mean, and most of his routes take place. We talk about between the numbers. Most of them are taking place between the numbers. And if we start getting too high safeties, like we've gotten in the last few weeks at certain times, then those shots down the middle are important. Tannehill's not afraid to take those shots down the middle. It takes laser target throws. And Ferkser has done a nice job, especially lately, being a contact catcher downfield. I mean, he has taken some big hits and making those catches. But if they – want to play him one-on-one he's got the ability to outmaneuver a linebacker or a safety especially chain moving third down plays is it your belief that the Bengals will do what they've done in recent weeks and put former Seahawks defensive back Trey Flowers on Ferkser when he comes into the game. Well, Flowers is a bigger corner. He's a big, long corner. And what he's normally done, if you go through all of their games, he's drawn either the bigger receiver or the bigger tight end. And so they could possibly do that, yes. Flowers is an interesting guy. We played against him September 19th in Seattle. He started at corner. He played all 88 snaps in the game. And then by October 13th, they had cut him. Cincinnati picked him up off waivers, and here he is. Yeah, well, I mean, Seattle had their issues this year, Mike. You know it, <laughs> and I know it. So whatever was going on up there towards the end of the year, when we played the Seahawks, they were really good. Later on in the season, they were not so good. So who knows what went on. But uh, nice job by the, by the Bengals picking him up. Were you surprised that Ken Norton Jr. was let go as the Seahawks defensive coordinator? No, I was not. Their defense was not good. It was not good at all. Now, that defense is Pete Carroll's defense. Let's not get it twisted. It's Pete Carroll's defense. And the way that things went, uh, I mean, clearly you knew Pete Carroll wasn't going to get fired. So the assistant coaches always take it, you know, when, it, when you've got a head coach that, that is that established. But – his de- Ken Norton, as the coordinator, his defenses have not been good for a couple of seasons. All right. Amy Wells had a chance to talk to a guy who's going to be important for the Titans this Saturday at 3.30 Central Time, Nissan Stadium, as Tennessee takes on Cincinnati. That player is number 76, Roger Saffold. Here's Amy's conversation with Roger Saffold on the OTP day. Roger, the 2021 season has brought challenges for everybody, but for you specifically, we've seen you battle through injuries, we've seen you battle through personnel changes within your own offensive line. We've seen you battle just personally through life and being a human being. What has this season been like for you? It's definitely been like a a mental strain. You know, when it comes to life in general, you got so many things you deal with outside of the game, and then you you have these struggles inside of the game. And, you know, luckily I've been talking to the right people and, and helping me through that. And I, and I love how consistent I've been and just, you know, my approach and just trying to make every day as best as I possibly can make it. Mentally, that's got to be just exhausting, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's mentally exhausting. It's mentally draining. But there are always ways that you could kind of, you know, combat that. Like I do a lot of things like kind of off the field that kind of, you know, make me happy and, and give me some time away so I can come back refreshed. And, uh, you know, sometimes that's not a bye week or when you're injured and not playing in a game. Sometimes it could just be, you know, a Tuesday, your off day. What makes all of this worth it for you? It's the grind. I fell in love with the grind when I was a little kid. You know, learning how to work hard was kind of like my whole MO my entire life. And, and then, you know, picking up on, on some talents here and there. But, you know, just the, the fact that there's always a journey, it's always the one goal. It gets so fun around this time of year. Everyone talks about how hard you work. That grind really shows through. 
where does that, I guess, mental toughness, that mentality come from, and just the ability to keep going no matter what? Oh, man, it was something that was instilled in me at a young age from my father. You know, uh, we, we used to always talk about, you know, uh, uh, hard work beats talent. And, you know, even when I was a young kid at nine years old, I used to do push-ups, sit-ups, and run around my neighborhood. Like, that was my training as a little kid. And, and it kind of stuck. It kind of stuck. And, uh, you know, you get, get happy with the results at, at the end of the year. And uh, I've just been trying to stay consistent with that through my career. When you talk to people over the years, it's interesting how much variety there is to this question. A young guy will give an answer very different than mm. an older vet. So the question is, what does this game mean to you? It means everything to me. This is another opportunity to, to get closer to the goal of winning the championship. And uh, for me, it, it elevates my game completely. The focus goes up, the hard work goes up, the, the attentiveness in, in meetings, and then just overall gameplay. I've seen it just play better around this time of year. You know, this, this is the type of games that bring out the best of you. You've been to a Super Bowl before. Mm. You've been through the experience of grinding through a regular season, then going through the entirety of the playoffs, then getting to that big game. How do you use that experience to help motivate or maybe explain to guys in this building who haven't had that experience before what's about to come? Well, basically, just, just off the field in general, it's a little bit tough because you see all these people just on vacation. Everybody's having a, a good time. They're back with their families, back in their hometowns, just experiencing life. And you're still on your grind. And it's tough. You know, there could be a mental strain with that as well. You try to instill and try to try to bring these guys up, especially the young guys, so they can understand that, listen, the Hard work is going to work with you right now, and you're going to have all the time in the world later. And to just stay focused through this whole process because some people let it slip away. Getting to that game and getting a win in the Super Bowl, winning a championship, is always the goal. Like, that's what everybody wants to do. For you in this season, mm -hmm. after everything that this team has been through, everything that you've been through, would that make it even sweeter? <laughs> Man, yes, yes, it would absolutely make it sweeter. I mean, going after a championship and like I said, being there, you know, you put everything that you have into preparation and everything that you have in the offseason, you start thinking about all the sacrifices that you've made for so long. And, you know, when you finally get there, you're like, wow, I'm here. And, and, the, and the moment is just so amazing and, and magnificent. It's, it's almost magical. But you want to win. It's not just about getting there. And that's something that I learned and, and, you know, through my observations and going to the Super Bowl back in 2018, then 19, I learned that, you know, you really have to put in everything you can. You can't get distracted with media and everything else that comes involved with the Super Bowl. You have to focus on the game. And, and I think that I'm going to do a better job of that if we get another chance. I want to ask you about some of your teammates. And I want to start with a guy who plays right next to you, Ben Jones. What has he <laughs> meant to the offense, the offensive line, to this team this season? Oh man, you know, we gotta have been out there. I don't think that people understand about the gravity or the responsibility that that man has to our offense. He doesn't really get to have days off because, you know, quarterbacks need him snapping the ball. He, he can't be injured. I mean, he, he literally can't be injured. I know that we've seen uh, people do it in the past and we haven't had any other options and, and we've been able to make things work, but uh, he's pivotal in our, in our team's success. And the way that he's been able to battle through injury and. <laughs> Corona, like <laughs> all this stuff is a testament to him and just how hard he works and how much he cares about this team. He's the epitome of a grown man. <laughs> yeah, he's a grown man. You see his hands? 
Those are grown man hands. Those are hard working, farm working hands. <laughs> Another guy I want to ask you about is Ryan Tannehill. What has impressed you about him the most this season? I just think that he continues to show just his toughness. I mean, his toughness is unmatched. I mean, we've seen him take hits and just deliver dimes. We've seen him run the ball and, and get touchdowns. You know, for the life of me, we can't get this man to slide. But, you know, <laughs> I'm super proud of him just of what he's been through. I mean, he never bats an eye. He's, he's always working towards the, the goal of the team rather than himself. And he doesn't care what anybody says about him. He just goes to work every day, the same guy every single day. The return of Derrick Henry is something that has Titans fans losing their mind, like actually going crazy. For this Titans offense, how much of a help is it to get a big, strong, physical back like Derrick Henry back in the lineup? I mean, honestly, I think it's like, what is the difference when you have your star player on the field? I mean, he, he takes a lot of attention in, in many different areas. He's going to make things easier for A.J., Julio, all of our wide receivers, tight ends. He's going to make those play fakes a little bit harder to see. It's just great to have him back on the field, have another leader on the field, have another star on the field, and, and see what exactly these defenses can do to really stop us. How much better is the offense now than it was in October when he left? Honestly, I think it, it kind of came down to just how consistent could we be and just being efficient in the run game, in the pass game. And we've been starting to do that. We show signs of that. The thing that's great about this team is that there's always room for improvement. And we have never thought that we just arrived. Like We're continuing to work. The Titans faced the Cincinnati Bengals in 2020 in Cincinnati. Didn't get the win in that game. Do you go back that far and look at a game that you played against a team even though an entire season has passed? Honestly, I can't. I mean, I think that the entire look of the Bengals has completely changed. There's many different players in their front. They got great guys up front and on their defense. We've seen what uh, Jamar Chase has been able to do, and we see that they've been a high-scoring offense. All of those are recipes for a playoff team, which they are. And for us, it's going to be yet another challenge. I think that we just have to be excited that it's at our place and on our terms. When you see a team that's really starting to hit their stride at the end of the regular season into the playoffs, does that change the way you approach them at all? No, no, absolutely not. I think that we, when you constantly focus on yourself, it's hard to, to, to overlook anybody on your way. Dave McGinnis, you know Roger Saffold well. What? Why has he been so important in the last three years for the Titans? Well, I mean, he when I, I had him for a lot of years at the Rams. Look, this guy, first of all, is an outstanding athlete. I mean, you really don't really understand his athleticism until you watch him play. I mean, he's a massive man, first of all. He's extremely smart, and he's exactly what you want. I mean, you don't play at that level for this many years in this league. When we had him at the Rams, Mike, he played every position during a season except for center and could do all of them. And so it's so important when you have those types of guys. And plus, he's a veteran player, and his experience on that offensive line is, is huge. And when we, have, when we have Ben Jones and you go to the left, you got Roger, then you got Lawan. that's a strong side. I mean, that's something that you need. And Roger has always been a stand-up guy, you know, first of all, I mean, we can tell that just the way he, he takes ownership of everything he does. But he's an outstanding, outstanding physical talent. Want to mention this for Titans super fans. It's time to show your team pride this playoff season. Share your game day rituals at hashtag LG Tighten Up for a chance to win epic LG prizes. Participation is valid starting today through February 13th. Hope we're playing on February 13th. We will be. All right. For more information, visit 
LGTitanUpSweepstakes.com. That's LGTitanUpSweepstakes.com. Terms and conditions apply. We want you to be able to win those fabulous prizes. Also, want to invite you to have a chance to get your questions in the OTPQs. Go to TennesseeTitans.com slash OTPQs tomorrow on the OTP Daily. Amy Wells and I will answer those questions. And if your questions are selected, you get a special long-sleeve T-shirt, finish the deal, from our friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans. I've got mine sitting right over here. There it's you a, go. It's a, cool, it's a cool shirt. It's well worth it. I love the OTPQ people and the OTP, so hopefully you got a lot of good questions. I love the long sleeve T-shirt. Yeah, I do. This I mean, time of year. i got mine right over there. Don't touch it. Well, maybe it was over there. <laughs> it was over it may there. may be gone. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for this edition of the OTP Daily. Amy Wells will be back tomorrow for OTPQs. Thanking Ashley Farrell and thanking you, Coach Mack. Sure. All right. We appreciate you being with us. I'm Mike Keith. Thanks for subscribing to and joining us for the OT Show. Where the legends go, everybody knows it's our house. Fighting for Tennessee, making history. Greatness is meant to be ours now. Hey, we got tight and blood running through our veins.